So about uh, two months ago, I found myself uh, stuck in traffic on the 240 loop um, going around the city, and we were bumper to bumper. That was delightful. And so over the course of about 45 minutes, I think I moved maybe an inch, maybe. Some of you probably know what that's like. And um, so I was just, you know, I was praying the rosary, listening to Led Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't know how those two mixed. Anyway, they did. So I'm sitting there, and it was actually kind of nice to have some quiet. And, but I saw out of my side window this young man on a motorcycle coming up the emergency lane, just going, wow, you know, going past traffic. And for a split second, as I saw him come, I, I, I really considered throwing open my, the door of my car, you know, like John Wick or something, but I thought, be kind of passive-aggressive, whatever, more aggressive than passive. But, but I didn't do that, and so um, he comes and he cuts right in front of the car in front of me, just cut right in. And I could see the man in front of me. I could see him. Uh, he flipped him the one-finger international sign of peace. <laughs> and um, so I said, and may Almighty God bless you, right? <laughs> but I was thinking to myself as I saw this, I thought, you know, I don't know, 15 years ago, if this had happened to me, I would have completely come unglued. <laughs> yelling and, you know, I'm like, how dare you, putting people at risk. I would have lost my cool 15 years ago. But I was kind of surprised at myself. I was like, you know, is it annoying? Yes. Is he putting other people at risk? Yes. But you know what? I can't control this kid. I was at peace. They say that age mellows you. Or they say, you know, age is just a number. I don't know about that. What I do know is this, is that we are all getting older every day. You're thinking, Father, I'm getting older listening to you talk. But we're all getting older, okay? Some of us are very good at hiding it. But we're all getting older. And at some point, most likely everyone in this church will likely be at some point where other people have to take care of us. It's kind of like this. To grow older is natural. To grow old gracefully is a choice. To grow old is natural. We're all growing older. But to grow old gracefully, that's on you, frankly. What do you mean, Father, it's a choice? What I mean is... What will your attitude be when you're in that situation? Those of you that are primary caregivers now, I think you know what I'm talking about. Because often, as you know, you know, you'll have one elderly parent or sibling that needs a lot of help doing basic human functions, and you have another one that is super stubborn. They won't ask for help for anything. I got this. <laughs> and I always see these people like it in some of the nursing homes and hospitals and homes I visit. And the word that they use for stubborn people is feisty. <laughs> okay, so if you ever called feisty, 
That's not a compliment. <laughs> Just telling you, all right? Okay, the feisty ones are like, oh, I don't know that one, right? So where's the balance? Does anybody know by chance what the average monthly cost of a nursing home is in this country? One month, roughly $9,000 a month. That's $100,000 a year. If you want, if you're willing to share room with somebody, it's a little cheaper, not much. Not much. Put your crash helmet on. Is it possible to say that something good can come from be, being older and elderly and aged? Can good come from this? Father, how, how can you say this? Look, let me just tell you, Father Ben, all the things that I've lost getting older. Yeah, I've lost my friends. I've lost siblings. I've lost a lot of my hearing, my sight, my car keys, my autonomy, my privacy. Should I go on, Father Ben? How can you tell me that something good could possibly come from this? You know, every year, about one quarter of elderly Americans will fall. Every year. And many times those falls can be fatal. And those of you that have had that experience, you know what I'm talking about. You know, when we're younger, we don't think about gravity. When we get older, we're hyper-conscious of gravity. To grow old is natural, but to grow old gracefully with a good attitude, well, now we're talking something different, because that's on you and that's on me. You know what St. Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4? He talks about aging, and this is what St. Paul says. He says, quote, the outer self... <laughs> is wasting away. In other words, it's getting older. It's getting tougher. But the inner self is actually growing stronger. So it's interesting. He, he says that even though as we get older and aged, we're dealing with these frustrating things. I can't remember things. I can't remember that. On the other hand, the good news is we're getting closer to God, hopefully. Hopefully. You know, it's a tough thing in nursing homes, isn't it? Because often one of the things that people give up when they're in a nursing home is privacy. Privacy. They can't lock their door under any circumstance, right? They often have to leave their own bathroom open and they share a room. So it's all open. We never think about privacy until it's not there. So it's a death of a thousand cuts a lot of times, isn't it? You know, if I could give one book to every human being I know, it would be this. <clears throat> Dr. Atul Aguande. he teaches um, surgery at Harvard Medical School, and he wrote a book a few years ago called Being Mortal. You want to read a book? Read Dr. Gwande's book, Being Mortal. I've read the thing probably four times. Fantastic book. Fantastic book. You know what he says in this book, and I totally agree with him? He says there's three main mal maladies that elderly people deal with. 
the younger people never even think of. There's three main things that they struggle with. Loneliness, boredom, and the need to be needed. Loneliness and boredom. You know, when, when we're younger and we're bored, what do you do? Pull out your phone. Play Xbox. Right? But when, when we're older, you know, especially if somebody's in a home, you don't, like, boredom can eat them alive, man. And boredom can often lead into loneliness. So the mind starts going down this mental rabbit hole. And the healthy sense of needing to be needed. We all need to feel like we're contributing to something better beyond ourselves. Do we not? Or as one couple, elderly couple told me this year, they said, Father, you know what we feel like? <laughs> they said, we feel like salt and pepper shakers on a table. They never call on us unless they need something. Mm-hmm. More than a few adult children. They never call on us unless they need something. All right? So Dr. Gawande, one of the things that he says is he's like, hello, if they're struggling with boredom, loneliness, and the need to be needed, why are we not directing our attention to these three main things in some of these homes? Call me crazy, he says. Could be. Could be. You know, for each and every one of us folks, we may well find ourselves in the very situation. And I'm guessing that when you and I are in that situation, we're going to want somebody to occasionally visit us. You may have heard me say this. I see this all the time as a priest. All the time. There can be three siblings, and there is one who does everything. Oh, call us if you need something. Oh, you know what? We're going to be in Disney World. Yeah, my son's got competitive soccer. We're, we're gone. Really? Because you're gone every weekend. Huh. So there's one that does everything. And when that elderly parent dies, guess who's organizing everything? Or the other siblings come in at the very last minute and try to make... Mm, 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 mm. To grow old is natural. To grow old gracefully, yeah, that's a choice that we all make. I think Dr. Gawande is on to something. I really do. For, for each and every one of us, as we age, it's a choice to grow old gracefully with the grace of Christ. It's a slow process, and it's sometimes very, very painful, you know? It's very painful. On the other hand, God will always be there to give us the grace we need when we need it in the amount that we need it. A promise. So I'll close with this. Um, as you know, many, uh, many people all over the world this week, <clears throat> they're putting up their Christmas trees. And I always have to laugh because my grandparents, they left their tree up the whole year long. <laughs> the whole thing. They, they just took a, a garbage bag and put it over the whole tree. And then at Christmas, they took their garbage bag off and plugged it in. They're like, that was easy. <laughs> so I did some research this week. And um, um, so I was trying to see, okay, what's the pros and the cons 
of a natural tree versus an artificial tree. And many people swear by one or the other, right? So this is what they came up with. So those people that have an artificial tree, it's obviously less work. You don't have to water it. It's less messy, right? Maybe cost-effective. But people with, that swear by natural trees, it's a family tradition. We go out together as a family and we get it, right? Like the Griswolds or something, right? We get it and we put it up, right? But I think one, one, that, one thing we could all agree on, whether you're artificial or natural tree person, is when we're loading the Christmas ornaments, right? You're putting it on a tree and you get out the boxes from the attic or the garage where everything else is and you're pulling out the ornaments, you're like, oh my gosh, I remember this ornament in 1978, my grandmother gave me this. Like, wow. And then you pull out another one, oh my gosh, that was 1981. It's got my, my newborn son's picture on it. I forgot about that. And then you pull out another one like, oh my gosh, it was 1997 we were living in Columbus, Ohio. I totally forgot about that. And so you pull out all these ornaments and you got them on the tree and you step back and you're like, wow. That's my life on that tree. Hmm. That somehow in this aging process, God has actually been there, including in the dark, dark tragedy, messy, messy times. That's when he's there the most. What is some of the good that can come out of aging? You know what I think? Number one, I love this. I love this. One of the reasons I love spending time with elderly people, you know why? They don't worry. Because they've realized at, their point, at that point in their life, okay, I've been worrying my whole life. That didn't do me much good. So if you're one of these people that worries, something that we can learn from these folks. One of the other things we learn from elderly people, they are present in the moment. Nobody's staring at their phones. Nobody's licking their wounds from the past. Nobody's thinking, okay, well, you know, we got to do this and this and this because I may not be there. If they're with their grandchildren, boy, they are with their grandchildren in that moment. One of the other things elderly people have learned, time heals many wounds. Time heals many, many wounds. Kind of like me with that kid coming up on the motorcycle. Fifteen years ago, I would have been getting out of the car. I'm sure he'd be very threatened by a five-foot-four, 130-pound man. <laughs> right? It heals, right? And finally, and I will stop with this. When you realize that you have less days ahead of you than you have behind you, you know what word comes up in somebody's mind the most? Legacy. What do you want your legacy to be? What are they going to say about you when the day comes when Father Ben is standing right here and your coffin is right here. What's your legacy going to be? 
This comes up a lot. And many of us don't think about those things until we're in that situation because, frankly, Father Ben, we don't have time to think about those things. We're just trying to get through another week. I, I get it. I get it. Right? But we all need to be needed. And one of the things, sadly, that happens to people that after they retire, they don't need to be needed anymore. In fact, it can be a big smack on the head when we realize that we work, 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 work to retire. We retire and we realize the company's running better without me. So my question to you then is what is your post-retirement retirement plan? In other words, what about the stage of your life after retirement when you leave this world? The grand retirement. To grow old is natural, but to grow old gracefully, well, that's on you.